You're on Rural Queensland today for this Wednesday morning, the 28th of June. Andrew, what's with you? And I'm in the seat for Ben Dobbin uh, for this week and next week. He's on a well-deserved holiday. Now, Queensland's agriculture and fishery sector has broken another valuation record, this time being valued at around $23.44 billion. That eclipses last year's previous record of 23.37, so just eclipse it, and follows the continued strong investment in agriculture by the government the best performing commodities of the uh, the best performing commodities in local government areas for both size and fastest growth and gross value production in Queensland have been revealed to uh, put the microscope over these figures and have a bit of a chat about the Ag Trends data report is Associate Professor Ben Lyons from the University of Southern Queensland he joins me this morning g'day Ben G'day, Andrew. How you going? Going really well, and it's another big tick, isn't it, for Queensland agriculture, just going from strength to strength to strength? Yeah, it's a good time. I mean, you know, it's no doubt the uh, climate and the seasons have been the major contributing factor, along with um, external markets. I mean, you know, the big Australia, well, Queensland is half of the Australian beef herd. Um, and we're a pretty big um, processor of meat as well, probably our largest manufacturing industry in Australia, employing sort of some 17 to 18,000 people if they can get them. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, on the back of the last 12 months, we've had relatively high prices, although they have softened in the beef sector in the last few months, um, but looking to come back. And that's, yeah, that's a very export focused industry, uh, the Queensland beef sector. We export around 70 to 75 percent of our. And then also, obviously, in Western Districts, um, sheep and goat are going well. So, that, yeah, out in the Western areas, um, relatively strong, but on the back of really, you know, pretty good seasons. There's a fairly, I've just come back from southwest Queensland, there's still a pretty good biomass out there of feed. Um, and But we're all very wary of heading into a sort of El Nino sort of, or we've had a few good wet years and the dry years are coming. Yeah, they, they reckon the wet's coming this weekend too. It's sort of dividing people's opinion with that. Uh, talk about some of the other industries uh, that have made up this puzzle of agriculture and, and you know contributing to the big valuation. Well, I suppose horticulture's um, always been a relatively strong performer. Queensland's a, a big source of um, horticulture production for the whole country. Uh, we don't as export as much, but... Um, you know, Lockyer Valley's bounced back strong after some very devastating floods in 2021 um, and, and 2020. So that's that's good to see. I think the figures show that it's up 40%, but that's also back of very low production figures in those years because of floods. Um, so the overall growth is, is a little bit... Yeah, it's not, it's not year on year and a trend that will continue. It's just bouncing back and recovering. Um, horticulture is... You know, a notoriously tricky market um, and a little bit fickle. I know avocados have had two sort of fairly ordinary years, but production has increased overall with um, a lot of plantings coming into their sort of peak um, maturity of trees. Um, also of, of note, I suppose, um, there's been a few of the issues. I mean, where you know, agri- agriculture is looking at a few challenges going forward, you know, land use pressures particularly um, the workforce shortages, which everyone talks about um, on the back of COVID and the low immigration numbers, which are slowly coming back. Um, 
but you know they're a challenge for harvesting, um, particularly this you know any time of year and, and keeping good workers. I think that's that's probably a, a key thing going forward. And then yeah, these pressures around environmental you know sustainability and government governance or ESG, um, which is probably more where we could talk to the government and what they 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 do. They don't have much control over climate or markets, um, but. They control regulations around those, and it'll be interesting to see how they achieve, you know, how they mix their um, their long-term energy goals of viewing renewable energy and renewable projects, the heap of renewable projects in the going down the southwest corridor along the Warrego Highway, and um, we're not sure we need them all, or we're not sure yeah. how they all play out. It's a big question, isn't it? <laughs> Toowoomba took top spot for the largest GVP uh, with almost uh, their value around the $1.36 billion and was also in the top 10 for growth. Yeah, Toowoomba and the Darling Downs has always been a big performer. It's a big, you know, it's a big uh, food-producing area. Uh, it's sort of the, one of the reasons why the Cathay Pacific flew a freighter into the Darling Downs back in 2016 and come every week. Um, and that's, you know, Toowoomba's got a very diverse um, agricultural sector and is a very big service centre, but it stretches, you know, all the way out, um, particularly to Longreach, along that Warrego Highway and up. Um, and it's, you know, there's 90-plus feedlots between Toowoomba and Roma um, with over 2,000 head in, in them. So it's a very big value-adding um, contributor and a very big grain market. Now, I suppose grains have done well. On the back of the Ukraine, Ukraine's mm. the 28% of, um, unfortunately, you know, 28% of the world's black soil is in Ukraine. So it's a very big barley and cereals um, producer. So any disruption over there is having an impact in a positive, uh, well, positive for the seller um, on prices. Um, just how that, and China sort of coming back in on barley is, is also pretty interesting to watch um there's been a few movements with the world australia dropping its world trade organization case against china um and so that that'll be you know that's that's a pretty good signal but um like everyone you know most of your listeners andrew everyone will be sort of looking to the sky more than than the the screens um around what you know how that what the future year but this is on the back of a sort of pretty strong you know growth period for australian agriculture since they said a hundred billion dollar target um, for gross value product, gross value of products back in 2016, um, and we had hit 87 um, billion last year, and we're heading that way again. But that's on the back of some really big grain years, um, particularly in Western Australia, which I think had a 23 billion dollar crop alone, which is the size of the Queensland agriculture yes. sector in one commodity. Um, but again, it's um, yeah, some so pretty positive notes there. I mean, the world needs to eat. They certainly do. We're chatting to Associate Professor Ben Lyons, the Director of Rural Economies at the Centre of Excellence at University of Southern Queensland. Ben, grab out the crystal ball. Um, What does the next 12 months hold? Do we see another increase in this valuation? Can we sustain the increases? Um, What's your feel there? Well, I think the Australian dollar being, you know, where it is around 67 cents and in the high 60s always helps. Our export's really competitive. Um, okay, I think the big talking points over the next 12 to 24 months will be just how, you know, if we do go and sell Nino, how severe it is, because one El Nino is just one El Nino. They're all, all different. Mm. Um, and if we can get some intermittent rain and just not have those sort of very long dry spells of no moisture, um, that I think climate will be the big one. On the regulation front, I think longer term are in the, you know, 
sort of dealing with it now where you know, what a lot of people are still scratching their head around environmental offsets and those things. Um, workforce shortages are improving, but they're still a big issue. Um, and, you know, how I, I suppose maintaining infrastructure out in regions is also a pretty big ask of the government, and that's what we should keep on to them about. Um, because I, you know, although the, the media release that we're referring to says a strong investment in ag, I think the Department of Agriculture for Queensland actual investment apart from biosecurity went down so I'm not quite sure how they come up with this. Yeah, and there was a big line. talking point about that out west too, because a lot of the uh, agricultural funding didn't make it much further past the Darling Downs either. No, and the, red, the, the regional economic development grants are, are one mechanism, but um, but realistically, the big ask the government of it, you know, is get a bit of better organised themselves and how they roll out these projects. I mean, I think DAF, the Department of Agriculture, Forestry and Fishery, do a great job in our regions. Um, and I think at the moment the focus at state is the election next year and talking about energy and renewables and worrying about the Greens. Yeah, the big the big ticket items. <laughs> Professor Ben Lyons uh, from the University of Southern Queensland. Great chat this morning. Uh, thanks for your time here on Rural Queensland today. Good to talk, Andrew. Heard across regional Queensland on the Resonate Broadcast Network.